Spring is in full swing and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33 beach thanks to the boardwalk plaza for being the bridge podcast network sponsor story jumpers welcome to another episode of your favorite storytelling podcast are you ready to hear a great story of course that's why you're a story jumper written by a kid for kids you're joking me is a hilarious collection of more than 450 Puns, riddles, one-liners, and knock-knock jokes that are sure to have kids and their adults laughing up a storm. Enjoy these jokes from Your Joking Me. Jokes for Kids by a Kid by William Daniel. Story Jumpers, have I got a treat for you today. We are joined by a good friend of mine, author William Daniel, and he is one funny guy. I cannot wait for you to hear some of the jokes from his book, You're Joking Me, Jokes for Kids by a Kid. Hey, William, how are you? Hi, Andrew. I'm doing good. Good, man. It's so great to see you today. I'm glad that you're able to join us. Yeah. Now, um, you are in middle school. Is that right? That is correct. Yes. Cool. What grade right now? I'm in seventh grade. Seventh grade. Excellent. Okay. Okay. So I'm thinking back to when I was in seventh grade, some of the books I read, some of the things I enjoyed and joke books were definitely at the top of my list. I love a good joke. So Will, why don't you hit us with a couple right now? Just give us some of your best zingers. All right. So my first one, how do you know if a fashion model is your enemy? Ooh, how do you know if a fashion model is your enemy? If they pose a threat. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> okay, okay, what else have you got? Why did the guy do a marathon to the White House? Um, I don't know. He was running for president. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good. That'll get you both like athletes and politicians. That joke yeah, covers there them you both. Go. <laughs> Why did the golfer go to the laundromat? Hmm. Um, I don't know. She wanted to get a new iron. Oh, like a five iron? Yeah. Or a, yeah, mm-hmm. like the golf. Awesome, man. Thank you. Well, so, William, tell me, why choose, out of all the things that you could write about, Why choose to write a joke book? Well, you see, my grandfather and my father were are funny people. You know, they passed down their humor to me. And so I I have a a really good process of coming up with jokes. And so if I use that, I could make a joke book. In first and second grade and all those, I would come up with jokes. Maybe they aren't as good as they are now, but I, you know, I liked it. I thought it was fun. And my mom being an agent said, maybe one day you could, you could write a book. 
And so I thought, yeah, yeah, that, that would be cool. And so she got me hooked onto it. And, you know, when, uh, during quarantine, we mm. would all, I, it was a depressing time when we were all home. And so I would come up with jokes and eventually we got a book, we landed on a book deal with Ravel and everything's been great since then. That's really cool, man. Yeah, you're right. That time in 2020 where we were all in lockdown and quarantine was tough, wasn't it? It was. Did you find that coming up with new jokes and sharing jokes with your family and friends helped you to get through that time period? It did. Um, yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. Did you um, did you continue with school online? When you know during quarantine, we we did, and it was it was hard staying on task, mm -hmm. and that was um, yeah it was hard staying on task, making sure to get your work done. The only good part was that you could do your schoolwork in your pajamas. That's true. That's a really good benefit. <laughs> hey, did you ever interrupt your online class with jokes? Like maybe you interrupt your real class with jokes? Well. We never really did many online classes. It was mainly just a website where you would go to. It wasn't as fun. But, yeah. you know, when we actually got back into school, yeah, you bet I was uh, telling jokes to the class, making everybody smile. <laughs> I'll bet you were, man. I'll bet you were. So what's your favorite thing about sharing jokes? Well, my favorite thing about telling jokes is making people laugh. And even if they aren't laughing, if they think it's a terrible joke, you know that deep inside they are laughing. Right. It's like the um, my kids call them dad jokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess everything I say that I think is funny, I don't know. It, it ends up being a dad joke. And they just roll their eyes and groan. And to me, that's the best part. Because I know, yeah, like you said, inside they're probably chuckling because, you know, yeah. funny play on words or a pun. Mm -hmm. so. Yep. Now, you mentioned that you have a process. I don't want you to reveal your secrets like a magician, but how do you come up with your jokes? Well, I'll give you a, a little bit of it. There are these words, or these. Uh, it's a type of thing called a homophone, which okay. is two words that sound the same, but are spelled differently and have different meaning. And those can form a base for certain types of jokes, you know? Okay. Um, that that's one that I, I you'll see a lot in the book, cool. um, but then there's also phrases and stuff. But it, mm -hmm. honestly, it it does take a little bit of thinking to uh, to come up with jokes because it it it's hard. I, some days I'll have good days where I'll come up, I can come up with a series of five jokes in five minutes, and other days it takes me like twenty minutes to come up with one joke. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet. So could you give us an example, maybe a couple of these homophone jokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of them is what which fruit is used to cut things? And the answer mm -hmm. would be a pair of scissors. So for uh, pear, pear. pear as in a pair of socks and pear as in the fruit, if you put them together, you know, it, it makes a funny play on words. Yeah, so yeah it, it. it creates a joke. It's it's the base. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. Now, I, I imagine it was a lot of work. You know, you have, I think it's 450? Yep, jokes? a little over 450. Oh, yep. That's crazy. Um, that's so many jokes. That's a lot of good material to work with. But 
But what is it like, the process of writing your own book? In case some of the story jumpers like you, you know, maybe they've got some ideas or, you know, they've been working on writing already and they've got some talent. What's it like to, to work on writing your own book? Well, it, it does take a lot of uh, a lot of skill and a lot of process, a lot of processing um, and a lot of time. One thing is getting your schedule. If you schedule to come up with five jokes this day, five jokes this day, and then planning it out. It's, it's kind of like if you've ever read a book and you have to do it in a certain time period, you say, okay, I'll read two chapters this day, three chapters this day, another three, maybe a four this day. So you, you uh, schedule it until it all adds up to the amount that either uh, the publisher's asking for or whoever, really. Yeah, that's interesting. So you've got to have a lot of focus and mm-hmm. uh, dedication. Yes. And, you know, make sure that you're giving your time to that, not yeah. splitting up your time between sports or video games or movies or, or even reading other books. You've really got yeah. to be focused, huh? Yes. Cool. So you've got about 450 jokes in this book. That, based on what you said, you know, shooting at five jokes a day or so, that looks like 100 days of work. So how did you think of so many different jokes? Well, you see, there's a good balance of quantity over quality. You could come up with a ton of jokes, but they aren't as good. Or you could come up with really good jokes, but there's not that many of them. Mm-hmm. Another hard part about it is seeing if jokes have already been come up with, either by oh. you or another person. Because as for me, I want my jokes to be all original. I don't want any of those ones that you're going to see in a joke book from a few years ago. I want them to be all original. So that is a a really hard part about coming up with so many jokes. But if you, you know, if you really put your mind to it and you, you know, make sure that you're getting it done, you're getting your schedule on. Uh, then it, it, it will really pay off and you will have a, a, a lot of good stuff. Cool. Yeah, I, I can remember some of those joke books I would borrow from my school library or the public library. And you would pick up one and enjoy it. And then you pick up another one. And you're right. There's like these classic jokes that show up in every book. And it's really frustrating. Yeah. You know, but when you have a good book like yours, it's full of original content. Yes. Um, you know, it's a lot of different jokes to pull from. Mm-hmm. I also wondered, sometimes when I hear a joke, I think I might know the punchline, but then the punchline is different. Do you find yourself uh, maybe reading older jokes or coming up with jokes and thinking, oh, this could go one of two or three ways? You know, do you come up with good punchlines that could, you know, multiple punchlines for a single joke? Yes, I think that is actually really fun for the person who's uh, reading the jokes or who the person who's telling it, because there's some people who want to, they, who want to guess the answer. Right. And for them, it's kind of fun to think, okay, oh, it's not, this is a good answer, but then there's, you know, this is the correct answer, but this one is also good. And so it's, it's a series of perspective, I would say of coming up with the, the different punchlines and stuff, but it, it does make some uh, more fun how there's different uh, endings to it. Right, right. Okay, so let me see if I can make the comedian laugh, okay? 
All right. Okay. All right. Here's one of those jokes that might have a couple of endings. All right. All right. All right, William. What is a pirate's favorite letter? Let's see. I'm going to guess R. No, it's C. <laughs> C. Yeah. But oh, you can also say R. So both, they, both of them, were, they work out perfect, right? Yeah. Yep. That's a good example. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Everybody's groaning because of my dad jokes. Why don't you tell us a few more of your good jokes? All right. What happened when the guy tripped over the guitar? Hmm, I don't know what happened. It ended on a low note. Oh man, <laughs> this one is kind of a dad joke, but I I still think they're funny. <laughs> uh, why didn't the pair of scissors finish its project? Why did the pair of scissors finish its project? I don't know. Its time got cut short. <laughs> That's pretty good. Why did the king not like the clouds moving on? Hmm, I don't know. It took away his reign. Ah, his reign. That's one of those, what'd you call it? A homophone? Homophone, yeah. Yeah, rain and rain. They sound Rain and rain, yep. All right, give us some more, man. These are great. What is a hunter's favorite flavor of ice cream? Hmm, deer? Moose tracks. Moose tracks. Oh, I get it. Oh, I love moose tracks. Okay. All right. What do you got? Where do spiders shop? Where do spiders shop? On the web. Oh, see, I was trying to figure out. Yeah, that's pretty clever. That's good. Thank you. That's yeah. cool. So how do you well, transport a foot? How do you transport a foot? Yes. Mm-hmm. One step at a time? With a tow truck. Oh, that's yeah, even but, but I like oh, your answer. Right. One one step at a time. One step at a time. <laughs> that's how you eat an elephant, one bite at a time. So that's why yeah. I thought of that. A tow truck. That's really clever. I like Thank that. you. Yeah. So, what do you think about it, Will? There are people out there, you know, who are they have had bad days, or they're sad, or they're worried about stuff in class or at home. How can jokes and laughter help kids? who have a lot of worries or, or anxiety or sadness. Yeah. You see humor is one of those things that can make you come out of your comfort zone a little when you're the one displaying it, but humor in a social setting, if used correctly is like a cold swimming pool. At Mm. first you get into, uh, get into it slowly trying to warm up and then you get in a little more and a little more until you're finally submerged and you learn a lot of humor. You don't need to be fully submerged in the, in, the, in the pool in order to make friends. You only need a few jokes to break the ice. They are a good conversation starter because people will know that you're not a rock-solid person, and then eventually they'll come into the pool with you. Hmm. Uh, if you want to build more into uh, building your social life in jokes, that's when you dive down into the deep end and learn more and more jokes, even making up your own humor. Mm-hmm. Humor. Um, another thing is that humor should be used wisely because the kids who want the most attention will interrupt whenever just to try to be funny. And this mm-hmm. is something that I personally see a lot, even in seventh grade, is that people will blurt out trying to be funny when it's really just interrupting the lesson. Yeah, yeah, that can be a bad move. I've mm-hmm. also seen, I remember seeing 
um, people making jokes at other people's expense. Yeah. Which yeah. means like maybe it's a joke that others laugh at, but the person who the joke is about, it makes them feel bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. like those kind of jokes either, you know? Yeah. But uh, humor, if, you know, if you have a lot of worries, uh, but it's, it's good because humor, uh, for me personally, humor has helped a lot with my worries because mm-hmm. humor in general is a place to escape from reality. When your mind is busy in the goofiness of humor, you're smiling, and it is impossible to feel any other emotions when you're smiling. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's really cool. Now, you mentioned your grandfather was a funny man. He told a lot of jokes or always had a joke ready. Yep, yep. He is a funny man, yep. Cool. So have you seen um, different ways that your parents make humor a part of your family? And, and why has that been important? Well, uh, how humor is a part of my family and how, um, how it is, is, you know, my, my dad, he, he, he always shows me some funny things that he's seen as a kid or just funny things that he's seen out in, in general. Um, and it's always been a, a, a fun thing having him pick us up in the carpool line, you know, at school and we're, we're coming home and he's, you know, telling us some funny things that happened. And my grandfather, when he's, you know, we're at their house and they're cooking in the kitchen and stuff. And, you know, we're kind of just hanging out all together and we'll start saying something and he'll, you know, put some uh, pun into it and he'll say, ah, that's a good one. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It keeps things light and fun and, and starts conversations, keeps it going. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So um, I'm wondering, you you enjoy telling jokes, writing your own jokes, reading jokes. Have you ever dabbled in riddles? Riddles. You see, I haven't, you know, I haven't really gotten into riddles much. Personally, some riddles are just too hard for me where I just yeah. go up and like, okay, tell me the answer already. But, you know, I have thought about it. Yeah, I found riddles to be a lot of fun. And there's some old, like we said, old classic jokes. There's some old classic riddles that almost everybody knows. There's some yeah. that have two, te- you know, two endings. Um, those are a lot of fun. I think for me, they were kind of a natural progression from jokes into riddles, you know. Um, but but I look forward to seeing where your jokes go, you know, to yeah. see if you're going to continue with more jokes or if they're going to get more complex. Yep. It'll be neat to watch. Um if other story jumpers out there have a feeling like, you know, Will is really good at telling jokes. What am I good at? How would you encourage others to discover their gifts or their talents and then, and then some ways that they can use them? Well, one big thing is through parents. I wrote a whole article on why parents should encourage their kids to use their talents and it's a big thing. Uh, finding your talents is one of the first things that you should do in life. If you're talented at drawing, for example, I think you should stick with it and see if you're going to see how much progress you can get into it. And another thing is you can always build talent. Um, although you're, you're naturally talented in one area, doesn't mean you're like the best 
you know, level at it. You have to build up your talents even more. And so finding your talents could mean trying different things. Like, okay, let me try basketball. Let me try drawing. Let me try this sport. And let me try this. You just try things and say, okay, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. Maybe I can try more, uh, see if I, I want to carry on with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if so, then that can be a real good life skill of yours, especially because your talents is what's going to build the future. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good advice, William. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I also heard that you have a saying, and I don't know how frequently you use this, but you're never too young or too old to have humor in your life. Can you explain what you mean by that? Basically, when you're never too old or too young, uh, too young or too old to have humor in your life, this means that you humor is in everybody, um, whether it's in their talents that we just uh, just discussed, or whether it is in you know their work or anything. Everybody has the ability of humor, and some people it's just they don't they decide not to use it. They choose not to use it. They choose to be grouchy. They choose to be mean. They choose to be sad. Humor is one of those things that everybody has, and I would say it's it's it can be a part of uh, joy and happiness, which is a big thing. But everybody, I feel like, should try to find what makes them laugh, what their humor is, because that will help bring them joy and happiness in life, because it is a part of it. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. There's a verse that says um, there's a time for laughter and a time for tears, right? Yep. Yep. And sometimes in the middle of those tears, it doesn't hurt to find someone who can lift your spirits through some laughter. Exactly. Yeah. So, Hey, William, who would you say is your biggest inspiration? You know, a lot of people ask me that and I'm going to say this again, but it is my grand, my uh, grandfather and my dad, because they have told me so many jokes, helped me with, you know, laughter and stuff. I would say my grandfather and my dad are the people who I go to if I'm sad or if I just need a joke. Um, <laughs> I mean, normally I'll just go to my book if I need a joke. Right. <laughs> but if, you know, if I just want some other humor, I'll just go straight to them. So that's great, man. That's great. Well, why don't you take us out with a few more jokes? Okay. Yep. Hit us with your very best ones. We'll leave them laughing. All right. How could you tell the toilet was sick? Ooh, I don't know. He was flushed. (laughs) How did the thermometer get his job? Hmm. I don't know. He had a good degree from college. A good degree. (laughs) What did the scientist use to keep her breath fresh? Hmm. Tell me. Experiments. Experiments. That's good. What is a potato at a football game? Hmm. No idea. A spectator. Spectator. That's funny. That's a good one, too. (laughs) And last one. How did the man fall down the well? Oh, Ooh, I don't know. He couldn't see that well. He couldn't see that well. <laughs> well, these are great jokes, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Yep. It was really good to get to know you two and learn a little bit about 
you know, your inspiration, your family, and what it takes to write a great joke book. Where can the Story Jumpers go to connect more with you or to pick up a copy of your book? Well, my book is found in several locations. Uh, the biggest being Amazon, uh, also the Walmart and Target online stores, and I believe Books and Nobles. I'm not sure about that one. Wow, man. Wow. That's really great. Thank you. Well, I look forward to hearing more from you. If you write another joke book, would you please let us know so you can come back and share some more jokes with the story? Oh, yeah, I will. Excellent. All right, Will. Thanks so much, bud. Parents, Your Joking Me is the perfect gift for the kid in your life. The hilarious collection of more than 450 puns, riddles, one-liners, and knock-knock jokes guarantees hours of good, clean fun. William Daniel is a sixth grader, a World War II enthusiast, and a competitive gymnast. He builds model airplanes and wants to be a pilot someday. He has an older sister, Maris, and a twin sister, Kaylin, and is the younger by four minutes. As you can well imagine, he enjoys making people laugh, which he does for family, friends, and at school. William lives in Colorado with his family and dog, Riley. You can find You're Joking Me at Amazon.com. <laughs>